0: لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله يرد به Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام على سيدنا First and the last. all praise due to Allah for all the blessings that He has bestowed upon us. Amongst the greatest blessings, the blessings of peace and security. The blessings of food and drink, clean water. Many people, many Muslims reflect on, commemorate the life of our Prophet Muhammad. And it's fitting that we do so. Not that it is a practice of the companions, radiallahu anhu they didn't need to reflect on the life of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam they did not need to study his sirah sallallahu alaihi wasallam because he was with them wa kana nabiyukum rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he was a living a living reminder to them he was. He was a living reminder of his greatness. He was a living embodiment of the Qur'an. He was a living example of the highest standards of conduct, of character, of morality, of beauty sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Unfortunately we don't have that honor. There are other honors we have. We have the honor of being the brothers and sisters of the Prophet sallallahu He described us as his Ikhwan and they were his Sahara. He described us of having the reward of 50 of them because we didn't see him and we didn't witness his presence and he wasn't there to, to physically and directly impact our lives. He wasn't there to look upon us one gazed from the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And the person he gazed upon Their life was changed forever We don't have that opportunity And so Sometimes we struggle Sometimes it's difficult And that's to be expected Because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Said it will be difficult For us Fi Zaman Ayama, ayama, at the end of the time of time there will be days that would be called the days of patience why because they would be difficult days and it would take a lot of patience to, to get through those days when <inaudible> فِيهَا عَلَى دِينِهِ عَلَى and one holding on to their religion during those days at the end of time would be like one holding on to a burning ember. It would be difficult. Reflect on the last time you barbecued in your backyard and you put the charcoal briquettes in. Imagine scooping a red hot one out and holding on to it. You want to just scoop it, it would be very difficult. And because it's difficult, there's a principle in our religion. The reward you get for an action is commensurate to the difficulty of that action. والعجب آنِدُ فِيهَا كَعِجْلِ الْخَمْسِينَ وَتُلًا And the reward for one who continues to practice during those days would be like the reward of 50 men. مِنْهُمْ أَوْ مِنْنَا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهُ 50 of them or 50 of us, O Messenger of Allah. مِنْكُمْ 50 of you. The one who in those difficult days, at the end of time, continues to hold on to their religion, continues to practice their religion, will have the reward of 50 companions. And amongst the lessons we can extract from that is the power of the presence of the Messenger of Allah His presence was so powerful, it was easy to practice when he was around. It was easy to find and identify the truth in the light of of Muhammad sallallahu It's related, when he passed away, a darkness fell upon Medina. Because that light that made it easy was gone. And now we're at the end of time. So we reflect and we remember, and we try to extract lessons from his life. (laughs) Sallallahu <laughs> alayhi wa sallam. One of the things that we're taught is that we should love the Messenger of Allah. Sallallahu <laughs> Alaihi Wasallam. As some of the Irulama say, Aydi Wu awlaikum hubba, اللَّهُ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Teach your children the love of the Prophet. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But we're in a materialistic society. What we can't see. What we can immediately perceive of, it's very difficult for us to to embrace that, whatever or whoever it might be, because we've been conditioned to respond to what our senses perceive. And the physical, the lack of the physical presence of the Prophet amongst us renders him for many an abstraction. And so loving him becomes challenging and difficult. How do we do that? Before we mention some things by way of advice in that regard, let me let me allow me to remind me, remind myself how important it is to love the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He said, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and one of his hadith. لا يؤمن أحد حتى أكون أحب friend من والده I No, me lo no, no, no. verily the one who loves someone obeys them in be if you love your wife you don't dispute her says take out the garbage honey you don't say no you take it out tire baby you take out the garbage and come back in it won't be the dishes fictitious the one who loves someone obeys them if we love Allah, we obey Allah. And if we love the Messenger of Allah, we obey the Messenger of Allah. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we follow His Sunnah. We, achieve, we adhere to the law that he introduced into the world. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Our hearts are attached to the Quran that He recited and related to us. Muhammad. If indeed you love Allah, follow me. Then Allah will love you and will forgive your sins. And Allah is the most forgiving and the most merciful. <laughs> The love of the messenger of Allah is critical to our obedience of him and his obedience is critical to Allah loving us. And that's when our hearts fly beyond this world. You're not satisfied when you, you want to marry this woman this man so bad and you love them so deeply That's not satisfying. You're satisfied when he or she responds to you, I love you too, Allah. That's when your heart is fulfilled. And the love of Allah filling our hearts is when our hearts are fulfilled. And that's when our true humanity is actualized. We're being deceived there was a song back in the 1960s or maybe 70s some of you are old enough to remember not too many great beards here you're looking for love in all the wrong places people are looking for love from human beings looking for love here and there we should be looking for love in our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because once that give us hope. In conclusion, what are some of the things we can do to make that love of the Messenger of Allah real? As we said, a lot of people, it's an abstraction. They might even say, I love the Messenger of Allah, but they don't feel it in their hearts. One of the things we can do is reflect what engineers love in this world. One thing is physical beauty. They say it was love at first sight. It was love at first sight. Some some for some people, physical beauty is so powerful that their heart is captured. But if that happens, you have to be loyal. Let me tell you a good story. It's actually a religious story, even though it may sound worldly. It's a theological story, but it might sound Sort of like a love lesson. There was a man in the day, some of you know even today, you go home in the wintertime and it's muddy. The streets are paved. There might be animals, and they're dropping, dung in the mud. So this man's washing in the marketplace in the wintertime, there's mud and dung. And he sees a beautiful woman. He says, SubhanAllah, TabarakAllah, Of Allah, we don't turn to the table. A lover never takes his eyes off of his beloved, and so physical beauty. So we have to study the shaman of the messenger of Allah and read about his physical beauty and how is he described. He the of Satoqa, the best of all is his moderation. He wasn't too tall, he wasn't too short. His hair wasn't too straight and it wasn't too tight. It was in between. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was described as, as being more beautiful on as a full moon. Him bin Abi Nabi Ha'ala. Ta'ala, radiallahu what to, let the moon, which moon, to let the, and come me later back that his face glowed like the full moon like the full moon his face glowed like the full moon which which the full moon if we look at it it mesmerizes us we stare and we stare but it does something else the full moon is so beautiful, Part of this beauty is that it beautifies everything else. The silvery moonlight shines on the trees, and they, they take on an aura that they never possessed before.
1: On the snow, when the snow
0: falls, and the full moon is glistening off of the snow, and we see the sparkling and the snowflakes. And we see the, the steel of the land, and our hearts are captured by the image the message is, is the, what we see is a reflection of a manifestation of the beauty of the full moon. It's not just beautiful in and of itself, but it beautifies others. And this was one of the power, powers of the beauty of the Messenger of Allah. His beauty beautified those who were around him. Some Allah, who I was so physical beauty, it captures our heart. Beauty, beauty of character, which is even more powerful than physical beauty. And the Prophet, said that his character was so beautiful, it can't even be described adequately by something that is of this world. And so when one of his wives was asked, Radiallahu anha, on the character of the of the Prophet, what did she say? Can a Kulukuh that his character was an embodiment of the Quran. What is the Quran? The Quran is the eternal speech of Allah, it's beyond this world. The, the beauty of the Prophet's character, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, was beyond this world. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And that manifested itself in all of his relationships and his relationship with the children. If you want to know. How someone's character, you see how they are with children. They can give you a beautiful kubah. And you're crying, and you're in tears. And then they go and one of the children approaches them. Get out of here, you brat. I don't have time for you. Was that the Messenger of Allah said that? He would hold the children in prayer. His A little girl grabbed his hand and started pulling him through the streets of Medina. Did he shake her hand off? You know, alhamdulillah, I got the ummah to take care of. No, he went with her until she let go of his hand. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That was the beauty of the Prophet. for children, with his wives. This is another indicator of character. Someone could be beautiful with everybody. This is his secretary at work, spills coffee on him. Oh, Sally, it's okay. You know, we're Muslims, we, we, we're patient. I'm clean enough, But he goes, home. Good. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it's, it's documented. He had Yom Nuh, when he was wounded and bloody, and they were asking them to, to pray against the Quraysh. He refused to do so. At Pardiff, when he was stoned and, and, and ridiculed, and the imbeciles and idiots and children were set to stone him and spit on him and beat him. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He could have had the mountains crush them But he refused to do so This is a manifestation of his goodness to his enemies Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam That ilaha illallah And that good treatment of people It endeared people to the Messenger of Allah It endeared people to him and this is something we have to understand. It's imperative that we understand this. As Ibn Mas'ud mentioned, Human hearts have been disposed to love those who treat them well. This was a rule the Prophet respected to the utmost degree. His charity, his charity was legendary. He will give anything to anybody. The Sahaba will warn each other, don't ask him. You know he never refuses anyone. One of the poets, actually two, but their lines have been gathered together. He described that Mu'atasr, the Abbasid Khalifa, with a poem that the ulema say is only fitting for Rasulullah صلى الله عليه he said, "Ta'awad al-basta l-khafi hatta wawnahu fana hamiyakhtin lam tujibu an amiru." He became so accustomed to open his hands to give that, were he command his finger to command his fingers to curl up to hold something back, they wouldn't obey him. Tara hu ida ma jatuhu mutahnilan k'an ka when you come to him you see his face lit up like the full moon as if you're going to give him what you're asking from him. He's an ocean from any direction you approach him. And his his debts are generosity and goodness this is his If he had nothing in his hand except his very soul, he would give that away. So let one asking something of him be mindful of Allah. This is the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it's that strength of and that good, that changed the course of history. So if we are going to be a force of good, a force of morality, a force of change in our society, we have to embody something. We'll never attain the degree of the Prophet But each and every one of us has to commit ourselves to a being and reflecting a small portion of that good, of that charity, al-Burhan, charity is a proof of that courage. He was the most courageous of people. There are Muslims now apprehensive. What if Trump wins or he loses and the militias come out? What are we going to do? You're going to be courageous like the Messenger of Allah. You continue to live your life. You continue to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the day of Hunayn, when the, the Muslims were being assailed by the archers of Beni Hawaz in an ambush, and all of those people were fleeing away, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but Abu Abu Sufyan uh, bin al-Hadik holding the reins of his mouth marched into those hell of Arab Arabs And i the al-Nabim, the Kimik, and Abdul pl- and Abdul Abdul I'm a Prophet, I'm the Prophet. This is no lie. I'm the son of Abdul Muqtali. I have noble image, brothers and sisters. You are the spiritual sons of Muhammad sallallahu Allah wa sallam. You have the lineage of noble people wherever you come from as Muslims. So you have to have the courage of our forefathers. We have to have that vision, the kindness, the generosity. And we have to understand that if we are with Allah, Allah will protect us. If we are with Allah, Allah will suffice us. And it is the so law who can't Does not a law suffice this servant? Abdullah is law. To touch the hearts, to ease the pain, to provide a help of, of com- a source of comfort for those who might be wrestling with the vicissitudes and vagaries of the world. Don't underestimate the smallest amount of good that you can do. May Allah bless us despite the strains and stresses of our situation to continue to meet each other, to meet the world with a pleasant face, with a smiling face, and give us the satisfaction of knowing that in so doing we are following the way of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم.